Get your head in the game, coach. You're about to get your audio dose of softball inspiration. I'm Melanie Rushing. And I'm Alicia Smith. And we help softball teams win more games and have more fun. Right now, you're joining thousands of passionate coaches across the nation who are dragging the field, prepping for the day, or driving to that other job while they learn and grow as a coach. So if you're ready to learn how to build a strong team culture, get your players to believe, and make a real difference in their lives, you're in the right place. This is the Mental Sweet Spot Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Super excited to share this episode with you today. It's been a couple weeks coming. Finally, I got to sit down with Alicia to talk about what she's been up to out in the field, literally. <laughs> so today we're going to chat about what Alicia's been doing on the field, in the cages, with the girls, using the mental game alongside the physical, just like we talk about, but to give you guys a concrete example of the things we do. So you some ideas as we roll forward in season, everyone's starting to hit that point where I'm sure we're trying to mix up practice plans and come up with some new ideas. I know if you're a Michigander like Alicia, you're just getting started. Heads up, that'll be next week. We'll be following her season again. <laughs> but Alicia, talk to me. What have you been up to? Well, a lot of stuff. I think it's been it's been really fun. The past uh, couple months have been a blast. But uh, it started last fall when uh, Coach Amy from the Stealth, Florida Stealth there, a good friend of yours and uh, someone who is totally passionate about the mental game and has an awesome organization down there, had asked uh, us if we could put together you know, like a mental performance weekend, which is something we haven't done before. So I'm like, challenge accepted. So, you know, we created a, a, a weekend boot camp, so to speak, for her organization. And we tested out some things, you know, and she had a couple of suggestions and awesome ideas uh, to kind of move things around a little bit and change it up. But what came out of it was a really awesome experience for her girls. You know, at the end of the day, that's what's important is that the kids are impacted and they take something away from the experience in order to be able to, to really move one step forward, right? Just one step forward uh, each day and really focus on the mental piece. So we went to, you know, I went down to Florida. I ended up making an awesome road trip with my 11 year old daughter, which was sweet. And it was in January. So coming down to Florida was really nice at that time. And um, the best part uh, outside of the boot camp was I got to spend some time with her. So we got an Airbnb on the beach and uh, that was awesome. But uh, anyway, back to the boot camp because that's what we want to talk about. Um, I just think it was really cool because I was able to integrate some pieces uh, of different things that we do into one experience. Uh, but the but the cool part was is that we got to integrate it into drills. It's not just me talking because that uh, I don't believe is effective as much as I'd like to think my words are effective. It's, it's the piece about getting, taking what you've learned maybe off the field in a classroom, right directly to the field and then having some follow-up. So um, Amy has an awesome facility down there um, and had the space. So we had, we, I worked with all of their teams over the course of two days and it was really awesome to be able to see these kids apply what they've learned. And uh, also it takes really a, an awesome organization like Amy's and, and the coaches to be able to continue it forward. And, and that was really why I knew it would work well because they do such an awesome idea of carrying that stuff forward, the language forward, the drills forward. You know, and I see a lot of their Instagram posts and they always tag us when they're doing some of the drills that they've learned. So I think that's what was so cool about that experience is I got to learn something too and see if 
what in my mind, what I had in my mind and on paper worked in reality. So after that, um, it just happened to, I had a bunch of people asking me, Hey, what can we do? What can we do right now? And I said, I have this awesome experience that works really well. Um, are you interested? And yes, they were. And so I was traveling for five straight weekends, you know, all over the place doing these particular, uh, weekend boot camps for organizations, entire organizations, 10U all the way up to 18U. Um, one coach asked if I could do some very specific, like extra training. So like if the boot camp is 101, could you make a 201? I was like, sure. So, you know, I think that's the great thing about the mental game and the things that, that you and I have worked on over the last four years, we can customize it to whatever people need. And we can take pieces from what we do in order to make it specific to the needs of coaches and organizations. So that was the coolest part. But again, meeting different coaches and different organizations that are that are ready and willing to take it forward and to continue the language and incorporate the things that they have learned right into their everyday practices moving forward. Yeah. It was so cool hearing these stories. Because if anybody knows me, I'm the homebody. I'm like, Alicia, you can do all the traveling, right? She's like, yeah, I love it. <laughs> so this is like the perfect partnership. Um, but one thing that popped to my head as you were saying this was like, God, Melanie, five years ago, would have never had like the gall to hire someone. I, I can just do it myself. I, should, I shouldn't spend money on that. I, I don't want to take the time out of practice. Da, 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 da. All the things that go through your head when you're <laughs> so worried about controlling everything because mm-hmm. it's all so chaotic anyway. What were some of the things that you heard from coaches afterward, after like taking the leap, bringing you in, especially a couple who like Amy knows us really well. She's been on the podcast, Mm -hmm. but even a couple more who didn't know you that well to begin with, what were they saying afterward? I think that they were some of the simple things that we talked about and some of the simple language was a couple, a couple comments were something along the lines of, you know, I've been saying something like that but you said it in such a way where the girls really understood it, or I never thought about it that way. And, and in myself included, I'm the first to say, I, I don't know everything. I don't know. I'm close to, you know, not knowing everything. And I think that's why it's important to have a staff, of course. But I think when you, when you have someone who could come in, who has the experience of talking to girls that age for, 20 some years, which is again, a long time, but, uh, and being able to connect with them. It's a different voice. Um, doesn't matter if they're male or female. Um, but I think it's just the idea of having a different voice, um, and being able to connect with the girls is something that they noticed when we would run a drill or something that they would, they would pick up those pieces and be able to, to apply it instantly into the cage, which was pretty cool. So I think that that was, you know, a lot of comments would, or varying degrees of that. Um, and also they love the challenges that we did. You know, there's some challenges that we put in there with the kids and the kids love them. Like I ask them, Hey, you want to do another one? They're like, yeah. And they get super competitive. And it's super exciting. And, and I would preface it with nobody's ever done this before. And then the competitiveness comes out and then we start talking about how that relates to softball. And I think that there's that connection piece that has been uh, really good for these girls and, and coaches. And as we are talking during the boot camp, and when I'm working with these teams, I always ask the coaches the same, you know, questions I ask the girls. So they're involved, they're writing down things just like the girls are, and they're really invested into that process. And I think that that's what's so helpful. But I think that they just, they have been 
blown away with how the kids have responded for the most part. Which I love and makes me excited mm-hmm. for when I go back, like, oh, so excited. Like I've met so many amazing coaches now. Like my team is going to have you in their ears doing stuff. It's so cool to see it kind of, I feel like at first your the ego part is like, oh God, well then will they stop listening to me? <laughs> like, will they like what that person says better? Nope. It actually like amplifies everything like, oh, coach did say that before. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe mm-hmm. I'll believe right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that part is super nice. And you have a great point that all the coaches that have come through our world are all so committed. So it really just kind of like hands it back to them. Like, let's go, let's keep the momentum going. Um, so speaking of momentum, I wanted to ask also like in the weeks following, like I know Amy followed up with both of us saying some things that she's implemented since. And I know you've had, teams even from way back keep in touch with you what are the some of the ways that this stuff can keep going forward like keep them going it's not just a one-off and I know you and I talked a lot about this on our our marathon business planning weekend (laughs) we first Mm -hmm. came together Mm -hmm. one of our biggest things is we don't want the the one and done Mm -mm. like it was great for a day it was inspirational they were gung-ho for a week and then it went back to normal what are some of the ways that you've seen teams carry this through and keep it going? And just to reiterate what you said, I think that's the, the most important part, right? Is that it isn't a one and done. That's, that's not what I'm interested in doing or being a part of. I want, I want to make sure that it is the start of a foundation that continues to grow. So I, I think that I've, you know, some of the teams have, have like Amy has have tagged us in uh, implementing the one or two pieces a week even. Right. And, and I really try to stress with the coaching staff there when I'm there and with the girls, you learned a lot today, but, but working very hard to implement one thing at a time. Right. And because it can become overwhelming as soon as you start to try it yourself. So keeping in touch with all the coaches, just asking them how things are going, um, and then asking what they're doing. So it's like, oh, we implemented the self-talk talk stuff that we talked about in this, in this practice today and focus just on that. Great. That's awesome. And, you know, some teams recognize or have immediately, they have uh, a recognition of harder practices, um, tougher practices. Uh, coaches are constantly asking me, how do we, you know, how do we continue to move this forward? There's a lot of dialogue there. And I'll, and I'll share um, even some of the teams that we've worked with in Canada, right. Stay in touch and say, and, you know, follow up and say, how can I keep this going? And I'm not sure if I'm doing a good job. And I'm like, if you're doing one thing at a bare minimum, a, a practice, you're doing something to continue moving forward. And I think that's, what's really important. So we've seen um, a lot of enthusiastic practices after I've left. Right. And keeping that going um, is really important, not only to me, but for the coaching staff that I work with and also the kids. And I think that that's where some of the things that we talk about, right. Um, I give them a ton of things that they can keep going with uh, a ton of suggestions. Um, we don't go over every single piece of paper that, that they have for the boot camp, but we always highlight the things that the coaches can use to keep going. So those are provided as well. Like, so having them have these specific tools to keep going in addition to the things that they've learned, so they can kind of work on piecing out or, or, uh, these little things going on uh, from practice to practice to practice, and then have a plan for the entire season. See, like that—that's gold to me. I don't know how many like training. Like our my AD at my last job was awesome at like bringing in people 
to like educate us and learn new things. But even then I like wanted something to take with me and do further. So I'm so glad you found a good way to do that. And people are latching onto it too. Cause that's, that's the other piece. You can't control if they're going to take it no. and they have taken it and run with it, which I'm so proud of our coaches too. Um, can you now, I feel like we started at the end, never went back to the beginning, <laughs> give a rundown of some of the activities that you've done with the girls and some of the things they've really had like those aha moments of like when the mental game clicks and all the things that people tell them all the time, trust the process. <laughs> like, What are some of the things that you've done that really, like, I know the challenges for sure. Can you give more specific examples of that? Yeah, I have a really good one. And it was, it was an eye opener for me and for the coaching staff as well, because we had, we had some drills, right. Where they're tracking, they're setting goals and tracking. So I had a girl who could just hit the living crap out of the ball. And the, and the particular organization I was working with had rap Soto. So I've never worked with this before. It's super cool, but they had, they had a big TV screen attached to the wall right next to the cage. So they could, instead of looking at the iPad, they could see it real. It was huge, but the, to a right-handed hitter, their back was to the TV. So I said, okay, what set a goal for, uh, we'll, we'll pick exit speed. We're going to work on exit speed first and we make it a little challenging. And I said, what's the hardest you've ever had or hardest hit you've ever had? And she said, 72. And I said, okay, what's your goal? She goes 73. I said, okay, that's a, that's an awesome goal. Let's see what you do. So she, she got 10 pitches and she was tracking every single one. And she was focused on the exit speed. Uh, the first one was probably 55. Uh, it was a little bit of a miss hit. You could tell it wasn't hundred percent solid, but then she was consistently in the low sixties and even hit a 65. She's a younger kid in high school and she was just hitting the living style of the ball. And she glanced at the TV, but I think was only focused on just the exit speed or the exit velocity. And, uh, after I, after her 10, I said, how'd you do? First thing she says, I didn't hit my goal. I said, you didn't hit your goal of 73, right? She said, right. And I said, did you look at the screen though? Because you hit three home runs and probably six gap shots. It would have been a triple or a double either way. Oh, really? So I think it was a really good lesson, right? On setting goals and, and also understanding the bigger picture. And I think that when we focus on very specific goals too much, we lose sight of how well we're actually doing. And I think that that's very common, especially for female athletes. And I wanted to make sure that she, she became, came out of that cage proud of herself because she probably in a game, had she done that in a game, probably would have gone eight for 10, <laughs> you know, and had an unreal, like two, two game series. Right. And I think that sometimes we get so lost or focused on the wrong thing and being able to pat ourselves on the back. That's one of the biggest things that I talk to the girls about when I'm there is we don't give ourselves enough credit for when we do something well, especially as females and every female coach adult I've ever done this exercise with agree and raise a hand. So um, I think it was really important that we focused on the positive, awesome things that she did even though she didn't hit her quote unquote goal of hitting a 73 because let's be real hitting an exit velocity of 73 every single time is unrealistic because a lot of things got to come be perfect or aligned to have that happen. And that was, that was pretty eye opening for me too. And I, I love that story. I asked if I could share it and she said, absolutely. And I think that she learned a lot just from that 
it was literally a three minute exercise, but the lessons that we learn out of that three minute exercise could be lifelong. That's a very good point. I think for me personally, I'm, I hear this from the coaches too, so I'm sure it's a common thing. We put so much pressure on ourselves to have these like wonderful moments all the time. Like you ask anybody who's why it's to have that light bulb moment for the girl, right? But even when you flip it to our side, if we're too focused on that goal, we miss these moments too. So I guess I can take it a little bit deeper. What would you suggest to coaches who like, oh, all it takes is three minutes with a kid out of an entire week to have a great moment. What are some things that they can do to make sure that they're staying in that frame of mind as opposed to like, I see coaches all the time with, we do it too our super detailed practice plans. And we're so worried about going by the minute and being on time and covering all the things that maybe we missed asking her, like, what were you thinking about? Or what was your goal? What are some tips you have for coaches to be able to notice those kinds of things and bring that out in players? I think, I think it's critical for kids and coaches too, and coaches to help the kids with this exercise is to focus on the wins the things they did well, and what did they learn? Because if, if you take that exercise I just talked about and you turn around and focus on what did she do well, she's probably going to struggle with coming up with things she did well because she didn't hit her quote-unquote goal. Well, in that process of talking, we identified all of the hits that she actually would have had, right, and how well she actually did because she was very consistent with her exit velocity in that particular challenge. And what did she learn, right, is really where you can have those conversations as a coach. You know, what did you learn? Just because you didn't hit your goal, does that mean you're a failure? Or, you know, because that's what they're thinking. So I think that really focusing on what did you win and what did you learn is a really important conversation, but letting them answer the question. I think we could overcoach, we can overtalk, we can over, over, over all the time. And I think, that, which is because we want to, we, we want to help these kids so desperately and we want to have the answer and we always don't. So I get that part. But I think when you really have them dig down and be able to pull stuff out of, of what really is the root of it, right? Or the root of the issue or the root of the problem is the same thing, then you really can have that better conversation. Good one. Note taken. I'll be doing that when I go back. <laughs> like for me, it's like slow down, Mel. Slow down, chill. You noticed something over there. I would like write it down. Like oh, I'll get to it later. <laughs> no, we'll just go pause for two seconds. Go ask her what's up. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's totally okay to do that. And I think when you sit down, and that's why some of the previous seasons that we've done together, like when we talk about my season, it's hard because you can get lost in the weeds, but players can too. So when you get lost in your own weeds, it's hard. It's harder that way. Right. So when you're, we're, and you're really just focusing, well, what did you guys do well this as a team from a coaching standpoint, what did we do well this week? Cause there has to be something. It may have only been the team has che- was cheering the whole time and was communicating really well. That might be the only thing, but that's okay. And I think helping the kids that exercise helps them a lot because they don't give themselves enough credit and, I would have the kids like literally be, like yell their name. Like, I would, like if it was me, like, yeah, Alicia, you did awesome today. Like just have them actually say that. And it's hard for these kids, but it's okay. It's okay to say I did well today. Yeah. And it, yeah, we've 
share the story before. Same thing in college, all the way up to kids a D one pitcher, like legit amazing pitcher. Did a drill out of ten, trying to hit her spots, and asked her, "Okay, how many did you hit?" She could not answer how many spots she hit until she calculated which one she missed and like subtracted it from ten. <laughs> like that's how their minds are right now. And mm-hmm. honestly, we're kind of the same because we're looking for what errors and mistakes to fix. So I think shifting that mindset to counting those wins, oh, that was a game changer for me. All right. Last thing. How can people work with you? Because right now she's booked. (laughs) She's got her (laughs) own team. We'll start talking about that next week. Uh, Still has (laughs) J-O-B. Like Mm -hmm. many coaches listening. (laughs) 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 And yeah, but we're booking out uh, for summer and fall. So tell people how to get in contact with you. What do they need to tell you? What do they need to ask? Just go to our website. I believe there's a, a, you can request or fill up information there, but just specifically asking about any type of either in-person or virtual training, we have both. Um, I'm willing to, you know, drive or fly when time comes. I love to travel. I'd love to, to go to different places and, and meet different people. So simply just going to the website and, and filling out a contact, you know, with your contact information, I'll shoot you an email and we can have a conversation over the phone just to hear a little bit about your team and what you're looking for. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's very impactful and I absolutely love doing it. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. Have a good one. We'll see you next week. We'll be diving into what her team is up to. All right, guys. Talk soon.